Hey there, and welcome to a bonus parents-only edition of Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. I am your host, Dana Williams, and today I am joined by my co-host from way back, my husband, Jeremy. Now, we're going to get into who he is in just a minute, but today I'm excited because we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that we've experienced through being home during this pandemic and some of the things that he's kind of jumped into and ways that he's grown and how that's impacted him as a dad. And so without any further ado, let's jump into my lively conversation with Jeremy. Jeremy. Hi. Hey, since you've been gone, we started. Since you've been gone. Yes. <laughs> we've started asking an irrelevant icebreaker question okay. at the beginning of every episode. So today, my question for you is, what is one common bucket list item that probably won't ever make your bucket list? So I'm going to say like weird food things. Like some people oh, yeah. like to go around the world and try different things. Man, I'm happy with a steak and potatoes. <laughs> like I don't need, or if I'm trying to lose weight, a steak and a steak. Um, <laughs> another steak. <laughs> another steak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I have no interest in trying like exotic foods really. Fair um, enough. Give me a steak. Give me a taco. I'm a pretty happy guy. I like that answer. No that cilantro. Actually, that I should have seen that one coming. No cilantro. That's right. All right. So, Jeremy, take yes. us back. Many of our newer listeners may not know who you are. So kind yeah. of give us an overview of who's Jeremy Williams. So I am Dana's husband. Yes. And I am I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm a friend. You know, that's kind of the primary me. I just like it's all about relationships for me. Uh, I like to do things with my kids. I like to have fun with them and take in my daughter and her friend thrift shopping this afternoon. Apparently, the thrift store has everything for a quarter today, so we should come home with a big bag full of clothes that may or may not ever get worn. Straight to the washer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, just, just doing fun things, and um, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy working with my hands. I built this office. And Thank you. We appreciate you're welcome. it. <laughs> you're welcome. And that that was a COVID project. It was, um, yeah. And then uh, this and the powder room next door. Yep, so. I enjoy I enjoy doing that kind of work. I enjoy cars. I enjoy um, tinkering with electronics, and I'm a house stuff works kind of guy. So definitely, that is. Um, and vocationally, uh, vocationally, I am in construction, residential construction sales. Well, I do sales and design. I like to see things that I design get built. That's a lot of fun. It's very yeah. rewarding and fulfilling. For sure. And you have a background in ministry. I do have a background in ministry. So um, about 13 years of vocational ministry and then a lot of other years, volunteer ministry, um, speaking, leading worship, leading small groups. A lot of that time was spent in student ministry. Yes. So definitely. We, yeah. We've always kind of had a heart for teenagers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So just last week, we marked the day that we've known each other for 25 years. Yep. And that's quite some time. It's more more than half our lives, we'll tell you that. Yes, and much more than half our lives at this point. <laughs> we've changed a lot over those yes. years. Uh, so what are some of the decisions, maybe one or two, that you've made that help you and me to work together yeah. after so much time? So I think one of the most important things, we both have fairly strong opinions and strong personalities. And what? so <laughs> sometimes we butt heads. Sometimes we uh, we have disagreements. Like last night. Yeah. And, uh, but I think the, you know, when we do fight, we're fighting for the relationship. We're fighting to restore 
you know, whatever happened that caused the hurt or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the whatever caused the disagreement. So I think that that has been really important for us to just to have that mentality when we do disagree, we're, we're fighting to come back together. Right. Um, it's the hope of the hope of us and not just like you versus me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, you know, hopefully we talked about last night wanting to be shoulder to shoulder Mm -hmm. fighting against things and not fighting face to face with each other. Right. So that's one good one. Yep. You got another, um, oh gosh, I think, uh, just trying to have fun, trying to, you know, make things as fun as possible right now. That's difficult, but you know, anytime that we can spend time together, spend time with friends, spend time with family. We try to do that and, and laugh and have a good time and sure. enjoy that together. And I'm going to add one on your behalf. Thank you. That's a little brag here. <laughs> uh, I think that one thing that you do really well is you leave a lot of room for growth. Like you don't expect me to be the same person that you married 21 years ago <laughs> or that you met 25 years ago. Right. Like there's... Uh, there's we, just both, a, we both do that. Yeah, there's a lot of room for... Uh, for changing and yeah. not expecting that we're going to remain the same. So I right. think that helps to have that permission. Yeah, it's it's good to realize that you didn't have the corner on the market of truth when you were <laughs> 22 years old. We can, uh, That's a good thing grow. to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so during 2020 yes. and quarantine mainly, and then sometime after it's been a little bit more open, but yep. here... You have invested in what I'd call a passion project. I have. and uh, A passion project that took longer than expected. Oh, well, it always <laughs> does. Side note, this is a thing from my side that saved our relationship. When Jeremy gets involved in a project, which he does many projects, I usually take his estimate of how long it's going to take. And I'm mul- I have a multiplier for it so that my expectation is... It's usually triple. <laughs> it's not quite triple, but it's close. I think Doug Field said to triple it. <laughs> it that was way back It helps in, uh, me have a more realistic expectation. Purpose-driven youth ministry. Wow, that's old school. Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure we got that book for a graduation gift. <laughs> Anyways, so this passion project. Yes. I want you to kind of describe what it is. Tell us what you've been up to. So the project is named Roscoe. Roscoe is a 1979 Ford pickup truck, an F-100 for those of you who would care about that sort of thing. He was sitting in a barn for about the last 20 years. I found him on Craigslist, ran and picked him up during quarantine, much to Dana's chagrin. Um, Had to go about three and a half hours away to to buy him. (laughs) But the truck, the passion project part of the truck was not just a restoration, but a lot of people in the in the car business, would probably call it a resto mod. So it was not just a restoration, but also a modification where I took the body off of the truck and then I took the frame of a newer car, a 2008 Crown Victoria police car, and I made a baby. And <laughs> <laughs> a Roscoe baby. A, bo- a Roscoe baby. So the, um, the suspension, the frame, the engine, the drivetrain, um, the computer system is all 2008 modern car performance package because it was a police car Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's got an old truck body sitting on it so it looks like an old truck that sits a little bit low with some cool wheels on it and it's probably faster than you think it is (laughs) so there you um, go you can imagine maybe the amount of work that would go into uh, making two cars that are about 30 years apart fit each other play together nicely absolutely so this is not something that you've ever done before. No. I mean, I've I've worked on cars before. I've tinkered with cars. I've 
you know, even done um, performance improvements on cars and that sort of thing, but never to the point of taking a car apart and cutting, you know, pieces off of it and putting them onto another car, taking two cars and putting them together to make one car. So there were a lot of new things that I had to do, um, kind of learn to weld on this project. It took a lot of welding, um, <laughs> learned it, a lot about electronics. He's kind of rusty. Yes. In a lot of places. Um <laughs> Oh, Roscoe is rusty, not, not me. Not you, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've spent, uh, I had to learn to read wiring diagrams because you can imagine a 2008 police car is very complicated as far as the wiring goes and had to figure out what was essential and what I could cut out and what I needed to hook up to the old truck to make that play with the new car and just a lot. I mean, I can't count how many hours I've spent just pouring over wiring diagrams to figure out how to how to make things work like windshield wiper switches and make an old make a new radio work in an old truck and yeah. air conditioning and that sort of thing. So All the things that I take for granted when I get in a car yes. and drive the car. Now, <laughs> you attempted something that you've never done yes. before and that meant you had to learn something new. So how has that helped you as a dad to Justice and Lexi? Yeah, I think that I think they've seen they knew that I was trying something new and so I think they've seen that um, just because you haven't done something before doesn't mean that you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can learn, you can jump in with both feet and, and figure it out as you go. And that's what I did with Roscoe with the truck. And so I think for them, I want them to be willing and to, to try new things, to yeah. experiment with new things. I'm not adventurous with food, but actually Justice is. Lexi is maybe going to get there one day. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> she nope. might be more like me. <laughs> she got that one from you. <laughs> uh, but I, I want them to, you know, be willing to try new things. You know, Lexi yeah. uh, started painting like on canvases and stuff like that recently. Mm -hmm. That was a new thing for her. And that was really cool to see. Justice has taken a couple of different entrepreneurial steps doing things he's never done before. And so I think just, you know, being willing to try something new, being willing to, to try something different, whether that's with being creative or, or a career or something like that. I think that that's really important for them to, yeah. to see. So you have this modeling piece where you've shown them and they've kind of actually followed in their own way to trying something new. How has it transformed you as a father? Yeah, I think that, you know, getting into doing a project where there were many pieces of it that I hadn't done before meant I had to acknowledge that I was a beginner in some things. The same thing is true with parenting. Like, obviously, when you first have your first baby, you're a beginner parent. No matter how many books you've read, no matter how many, you know, we didn't have YouTube way back in the day, but how many yeah. YouTube videos you've watched or, you know, right now media videos on parenting or whatever, or all the Table 112 that you've listened to, like, none of that really prepares you to to be a parent until you get in and do it. And then you have the phases of parenting. When your kids turn different ages, they're different. They they change. We went through, we've gone through 19 years of parenting with justice and the 13 years of parenting Lexi has been very different, yeah. uh, you know, and so there's a lot of newness there. And so just being willing to say, yeah, I don't know if I know how to do this or not, but parenting isn't really optional. So I need to jump in with both feet yeah. and figure that out. But just being willing to be new and willing to make mistakes and mm. screw something up. I know there were a few times on the truck where I you know, tried to modify a part to make it fit into the, you know, I'd try and take a part from the Crown Victoria and make it fit into the truck and yeah. I'd screw it up and I'd have to come back and either find a different one or go order a new part to fit it in there or something like that. So, you know, just trying new things and, and, and then admitting when you, 
when you have to say I'm sorry or admit when you, I didn't know how to do that right. So I'll, I'll try again better next time. So there's kind of a humility that comes with being a beginner of just like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. I will figure it out. And in parenting, there's plenty yeah. of humility to go with that. I, yeah. I know, I know intentionality is a big, a big uh, concept for you. And I think that that's, that's true in parenting and that's true in a, you know, when you're trying to do a project and most of the time that I was working on Roscoe, he was at my friend's house because my friend had a big barn behind his house and I was able to work there much more easily than I could in our suburban driveway. And so I had to, you know, I had to know what I was doing when I would, and he lives 30 minutes away. So when I'd go down to work on the truck, I'd have to know what I was doing. I'd have to bring the materials with me that I needed or the tools with me that I needed and make sure that I had everything. So just being intentional um, with kids, intentional with the project. Yeah, that's good. There was that parallel too. Okay, so what's one thing that you're learning about God through your experience of modifying the truck? Yeah, um, I, I've done a few different things with, with either motorcycles or cars where I've taken something older and, and modified it to an ex- nothing to the extent that of Roscoe. But I, I've always kind of had in my mind as I do these things that this is a lot of the way that God treats us because he'll take us and we are we're battered and you know my truck roscoe has dents all over him he's got rust he's got and i I don't plan on changing that i plan on leaving all of that character but god will take us and he'll change us from the inside out so Mm -hmm. you look at roscoe from the outside and it looks like an old beat up truck but you go underneath and there's a fairly new engine there's a shiny clean frame that's straight and more more capable than the old one was and I think that that's what God does to us. He changes us. He makes us better. Uh, He will leave the scars a lot of times. When we go through hurts, a lot of times those hurts are a result of our own choosing. Um, And he doesn't always take those away. Certainly, he's a God who heals, but sometimes there are lasting uh, results of our choices. But I think God makes us new. He makes us effective even in our brokenness Mm -hmm. and sometimes more effective in our brokenness. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, just any time I've done work like that where I've taken an old thing and tried to kind of renew it, I am reminded that God makes things new. He makes takes old things and makes them at least functional. (laughs) Even more than functional. It's a transformation story. And so if the listeners want to check out the transformation story that is Roscoe and the things that you've learned through all of that, how can they find you online? So uh, Roscoe is mainly on Instagram. My username on Instagram is squarelightf100. Okay. Squarelight because this is the only year that the the old school square headlights were stock on a Ford pickup truck. Um, 1979 is the only year. So that is one thing that's kind of unique about Roscoe. And uh, so squarelightf100, um, you can follow me on there. All right. So Jeremy, because the show is Lively Conversations, (laughs) you get three blanks. For me today, blank is life, blank is life, and blank is life. What's life for you today? Well, I am not proud of this, but (laughs) Coke Zero is life. (laughs) I tried to stop um, a while back and, you know, just because I knew I was drinking probably more than I should be every day and I didn't do it. So I I got up early this morning and went to the gas station and got a big 44-ounce Coke Zero. (laughs) Um, So that is life. I think... um, Time with my family is is life for sure. Uh, I think, you know, we've gotten to a point where we've been spending more time together because of COVID and I think we've enjoyed it. I think it's been good for us. It has made some things hard, but it's been good for us too. And then, 
gosh, I started a new series on Netflix not that long ago, and I watched the whole thing, and I've really been enjoying it. So um, it's called Umbrella Academy. It is rated TV 14, but it is, it's a lot of fun. It would be good for parents and teens to watch together and talk through some of the things that are going on in there. But I've really enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I just want to thank you for coming today and just kind of divulging your project to us and maybe telling us a little bit about like what you're learning personally through all of that. And I hope that as you've listened to Jeremy talk about all of this stuff, that it's been an encouragement for you. Now, I don't expect that any of you guys are going to be putting together a truck swap thing. That's probably not a real (laughs) word, but uh, like this, although I'm sure Jeremy would love to talk to you if you did. But I think that there's things that we can learn from whatever it is that we're interested in. There's lessons to be had in our personal growth in the passion projects that we have that are just for fun. Um, And so, you know, just taking a minute to kind of mine those things and take the good out of them and apply them to us as human beings and as parents and as followers of Jesus. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week at the table. Bye.